<laughs> she's just very unproductive. She's probably not getting a lot of she jobs. Just sits around the house and she doesn't do anything. Old. Yeah, just a frumpy old lady. <laughs> Wood though. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Welcome to season three, then, bruv. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, I see I you're... Oh, you fo- did like the, like, hello and welcome, so I just kind of, I heightened it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I see you're fully on the bruv train. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, we saw the Kingsman. Uh, that helps explain that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be reviewing that today. You caught that right... Uh, you oh, yeah. with, Within, like, one hour of me seeing... Kingsman, you like sniffed it out. You were like, you, you're saying bruv a lot. Yes. You... Oh, I, that was like a takeaway from my movie. It was like, oh man, these guys say bruv a lot. Well, so again, this is where you miss out not being quite as cultured as me and not having gone through a serious phase of being into UK battle rap. Um, that's... That's how I know, like, a lot of things. That's how, like, w- when Nas on uh, fucking... The Night uh, Of. The Night Of was like, who the fuck is that guy? Whoa, wait a second. <laughs> and when uh, fucking Roan from Barstool... Yeah. I hadn't... I think I've... Have I said this on here? I had no idea those were the same people, and then they started doing the, the this, this Week, week yeah. thing, and I was like... That is fucking Roan mm-hmm. from King of the Dot. So I was on like a, a, yeah, like years ago, Padrick got me into it. And Padrick and I are like big, big fans of that shit. Uh, me, Padrick, my friend Miles, like we're huge into the fucking UK battle rap. So <laughs> every time you say that to somebody, because I've heard you say that like out in public, I just I, can't help but laugh. It's a real, that that's like, that's like number two weird things about me. Number one, it, it is fucking ascended up the fucking rankings. Um, I told you about this right as it started happening. I say beep in the car while I'm driving. <laughs> I did it this morning and it was fucking awesome. I did like a so instead of beeping my horn, I say uh, I say like beep beep, <laughs> but like by myself. It's do you a, do it by accident or you do it on purpose? Like I think the first time it was by accident and I just it fucking tickled me. I was like <laughs> that is fucking that's like a like a this guy's becoming a crazy person yeah. sign, yeah. but. I think it's fucking awesome. So, uh, like this morning, I did like a beep beep. Please go. <laughs> Next I, step, murder. Right? Yeah, but like I do it with people in the car. It's uh, that, that's wild. And it's not like a, like a, I think to do it. It's just instinctively. So that's by far like the number one fucking weird thing about me. But number two is that like, like I'm UK seriously into UK battle rap, and there's definitely an audience for it. Um, it's fucking great i would i i can honestly give you guys like a fucking playlist of fucking videos to watch roan is actually in one of the really really good ones he was in a compliments battle against uh shuffle t and marlo they're my favorite team um marlo from the wire marlo stanfield so i knew i knew marlo the british battle rapper before i watched the wire so when i watched the wire i was like oh cool good for that guy <laughs> He's got a neat little name. Um, but yeah, yeah, like uh, Rowan and those guys did a compliments battle, which is exactly what it sounds like. You uh, you go against each other and you only say nice things, but it's kind of presented Done in the style of in, a rap battle. Right, yeah. So That's awesome. um, they, they, do, uh, they do a 
there's a move they mix in. It's called bad bars, where you're intentionally being as corny and bad as you can be. So they do a visual bad bar uh, against Roan and his partner, where they say, they take out like a pen and a pad, and they're like, when you guys battled each other, uh, you both won, and they put down two ones, and they say, because you're an 11 out of 10. <laughs> that's so stupid it's it's so fucking good and it's just it's just like really creative it's like it, like if you watch the this week things it's like it's very similar to that where like it's he's kind of working the same muscle that they work in that which is like very 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 clever wordplay mm-hmm. definitely not particularly good actual like rap or music but it's just really really smart so anyway uh they do a lot of bruv in that and uh with the uh the thing go at the end when <laughs> yeah. he's like you dundo bruv yeah i was like yeah i i fucking i i hear you you're speaking my language they do that a ton in kingsman so is it, yes yeah, so that, that what is that like bro in in england yeah or something? like brother yeah they just mix brother and love so that's why i like it it's like a little kind of cute thing <laughs> uh it's yeah it's and i uh I'm a. I call people babe. Yeah. Um, indiscriminately. Yes. If you're my fucking mom, if you're <laughs> my friend, whatever. Uh, I I think I actually stole that from Felger. Felger calls everybody babe. I think that uh, I think that it's nice to call like bruv. Yeah. Or in fucking uh, what's what's the awesome movie? Um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. How the guy calls everybody uh, darling. Yes. I think that's fucking awesome. I'm not uh, gonna call anybody darling. It's a big. Uh, it's a bit. I'm not a big uh, in terms of affection person. Yeah, but like darling is. Ugh, that actually me. brings me to a. Uh, it's Monday and people are pissed, Ooh. bruv. Because this morning I went to Dunkin' Donuts. I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and spend, mm-hmm. throw a little money around at the old Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, in the drive-through, place my order. It's a large black iced for those of you following along at home. Ooh, remember that time when you said you didn't like iced coffee and it brought nothing to the table? Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm fucking, like, I don't want to say man enough because I... I, I Goes against everything that this podcast did. Right, like, I'm person, I'm adult enough uh, to say, yeah, I was wrong there. Black iced coffee, very, very good. Awesome thing, rules. You know what's even better than black iced coffee? Throw a little splash of that sweet Italian cream in there. Have a little party. Hey, I'm Italian uh, if you didn't know. You ooh, are. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, bop it a boopy to you, sir. <laughs> uh, so, place my order. Mind my own business. And guess what the woman fucking called me? She said, will there be anything else? And I said, nope. Just black iced coffee for me. I'm a little skinny boy. And she said, okay, drive up, buddy. And I was... I'd be boiling inside. I'll tell you, I'm not a big uh, terms of endearment guy. Uh, That's not a term of endearment. They can actually scare me off. Like, uh, on a first date one time, I was called baby. And I was Mm. like, well, this is going fucking absolutely nowhere right now. Um, But... There is, and this is me being a little, like, triggered uh, fucking right-winger right now. I like the casual sexual harassment that exists in the service industry. (laughs) 
I think that it's funny, like when you order something, if someone's like, "Okay, honey," like that's so fucking weird. Like you if we went me. out a couple yeah. times and then you called me, honey. I'd be kind of. I'd be like, "Why is she calling me honey so soon?" That is true. I mean, remember when we went to Chicago and we got the uh, the video at the hot dog stand, uh, and the lady behind the counter like of a uh, buy big cat. Oh yeah, and she like she was she she well, used, she, she was like in that sex st- mode, <laughs> right? completely. She was like ready. For Anytime it. Big Cat's name is thrown around in Chicago, just immediate sex mode. So apparently, <laughs> like she was fucking ready to go. And she, what did she say? She was like, "I'm gonna strip for these boys." <laughs> yeah, she was, she was she was all about it. But I do I kind of agree with you in the. Uh, like anytime a service industry person just like well it's got to be a woman because anytime it's a guy it's just automatically creepy yeah uh, sorry to set that double standard but it exists oh uh, yeah definitely <laughs> yeah uh, like anytime uh, like a woman in the service industry is like okay honey and I'm like yes extra yeah. tip <laughs> right yeah um, I think that there are grounds for uh, when that kind of light sexual harassment is okay I remember I was working on a group project uh, in college. And I wasn't friends with any of the people in the group. Like, I wasn't interested in them. I don't think any of us were interested in each other. We were just trying to fucking get it done. And this one girl in the group, she was very nice. She just called everybody hun. And I thought that was a nice little touch. She would say, like, oh, I'll email that, I'll, I'll email that to you, hun. And it kind of made my day. I, yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. it's, it, there's a real fine line there. I think that when, I think that basically when, it's clearly not a romantic situation. Right, that's yeah. when it's okay. Like in the fast food line. Right. That's <laughs> when it's okay to kind of like spice things up a little yeah. bit. You like you know that they're doing it to yeah. to make their day a little bit more interesting. Right. But I mean if if you drop like a serious like honey, it's like, "All right, well then I guess we have to fucking discuss what this is." Right. Calling <laughs> yeah. each other fucking honey now. So you you responded well to the buddy in the Dunkin' Donuts line. Uh no, I was fucking triggered. Okay, okay. I hated it. I want, I like I said, I want that sexual harassment. You want that? Oh, like so you, so you, you felt like Buddy was not sexual harassment. Yeah, no, typically I, not. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to clarify that uh, yeah. because you, you only got into like things that you love after that little. I was going to say, I don't know what kind of crazy relationships you're in where you're just fucking <laughs> yeah, calling buddy. significant others buddies <laughs> left and right. Uh yeah, although I, I think that I, I talked about the time that I like like kissed one of my male friends <laughs> goodbye. I think that there was like a like a buddy there. Oh, it yeah. was like, all right, see you later, bro. Like dab, like little like nine did, second smooch. Did I sh- share the story on the podcast about like when I just like kissed my friend goodbye like a couple weeks ago? No. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> like we were at a party, and like my buddy is like a. Is like the goofiest person in the world, and so like we were drunk, we were leaving the party, and I was just like, "All right, see you, pal." And I just like kissed him on the lips, and then yeah. just walked away, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's fucking a great awesome. Move. That's a sh- yeah, like that's that, so that's exactly what I did with my friend. I thought it was so fucking funny. And then the next day after that, uh, <laughs> I was really fucking drunk for that. But the next day after that, one of my friends posted like a picture of the whole group, and she was like, "You know, like like good times, great friends, or whatever," and everyone's smiling. And you know when, like, a dog is in that kind of mode where it's like, I just got to, I'm trying to bite something and it's just got its fucking mouth open. Yeah. Uh, Emilio, my sister's dog, is going through his terrible twos right now. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. Yeah. Like, if you go to pet him, he's just like, <sighs> and he, I, in that picture, I was just like kissing air. I was just like, like, my fucking mouth was out, like, tongue, like, emerging. It was just like, I was quite frankly, I was asking for it. So that was like that was probable cause, right? So I saw that picture and I like tagged like my friend who I kissed, and I was like, 
hey man, so, so looks like that was going to happen <laughs> one way or a fucking another. You were just in the wrong place. You, at the right, wrong time. like you just happened to be fucking in sta- You just happened to be standing in front of me. I was going to kiss something. Um, <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's that. That's a fucking great move. It's a great move. I I would highly recommend it to uh to any of my male friends. And not to, to like, be and not because that's making an exit. Exactly, and like, there's no way to really classify that because if you do it as like the like, hey, look, we're kissing like gay, then that's fucking no, stupid. Yeah, but don't bring any attention to it. You exactly. just try to you sneak just do it by, it in a fucking unassuming <laughs> yeah. way. And that's why I thought. It was... And like, you don't make a big deal of it after you do it either. You just you just do it and you walk away, right? And, and you just kind of leave everybody being like, what just happened? Yeah. When my friend and I did it, like, I think that we were both kind of on the same page because, like I said, like we just like like dapped each other up like quick little like make out see you later and i think that like we were both fucking like biting our tongues and we were walking away <laughs> trying not to crack up because my friends who observed it were like what the, f- what the fuck <laughs> like, so it's just a fun little just bad boy shit again um bad boy shit kiss your kiss your bo- guy friends on the mouth after you leave a party <laughs> yeah that's I, did, hell yeah did you really party if you didn't kiss one of your male friends on the mouth afterwards. Did you really party if you didn't up your body count yeah. with your friends? Um, so that's the story of a woman calling me buddy <laughs> at Dunkin' Donuts. Um, what? Money uh, and quick, people are... Uh, what? What do we got to say? We got to say uh, we're on the CLNS radio at. Oh, yes. Uh, I believe we don't have a read uh, for DraftKings this week. But here's the thing. DraftKings had told us... Uh, look, here's some reads. If you want to do reads, that's fine. We're attaching them, but you guys are natural dudes. Just like you play DraftKings, make mention of it. Like you know, use this this code as much or as little as you want to. It's very very casual. We just kind of we just want to be in the picture. And I was like, yeah, cool, that makes sense. But. Reads are so fucking cool that we just fucking got into them. So uh, this will be the kind of more natural uh, encouragement that if you do play DraftKings, toss in that promo code brunch. It benefits us. It benefits yes. you. Um, it's People are actually uh, not believing us that we have an actual partnership with DraftKings. I love People that. People are very skeptical. Because we've threatened to lie uh, or to... <laughs> to just make up ads. Yeah, to just like steal sponsors. I mean, God... Devour has been bought because of us, you know. Yes, and they never fucking paid us. I know. Uh, yeah, but like honestly, if you don't believe us, go to DraftKings dot com and use promo code Brunch. Yeah, and you'll find out that that partnership is for real. And the cool thing is, they send us a little statement saying like kind of how the promo code's doing. And uh, when they sent one last week, I was like, huh? And I texted you. I was like, people have actually used the promo code brunch and kind of a lot of them. So thank you very much. That uh, that helps us. Helps us stock that fucking store. Helps us uh, give you crazy sales like the recent uh, Fiverr sale that we had. Oh, yeah. That Fiverr sale. The shit was flying off the shelves. It actually it, that worked. <laughs> I know it did. That's the funniest part. But uh, people people just can't turn down a five percent discount. Apparently, yeah, that's the case study that we learned this weekend. Uh, in place of an ad read, we should do our own ad read. Okay. Uh, what do you want to read? We have. Well, we're not going to read anything, but it can be a more natural ad read. We can. Push I can things. read. Fucking give me something to read. Okay. 
Uh, read you know fucking books. Read read our non-existent advertisement about all our new merch. Nice. What well, what your move should have been there would be uh, okay. Uh, read my lips, bitch. Go to listen to brunch dot com slash merch. Uh, exclusions may apply. <laughs> what do they say at the end? What's uh, so, some things? Something in, may vary. Exclusions may apply. Yes. Uh, which we're not about exclusions here. We're all about inclusion. Yes. So uh, except for our old merch, we've excluded that because yes, we the have vault that fucking shit. whipped its dang dang out. And when pow pow pow, 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 pow. <laughs> <laughs> there's no and a the ting went pow. <laughs> all the merch is gone because uh, the vault went pow 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 on it. You don't want that merch. It's very disgusting. There is a lot of merch that is now just gone forever. Uh, I was giddy. We were going back and forth saying like, all right, what do we put in the vault? And we just basically one by one just fucking listed everything. <laughs> yes, pushed everything in there. Big big fucking heavy hitters are gone. The uh, the long sleeve. Gone. Fucking goals. Gone. The friend's black dad hat. Gone. Gone. That was like a... That was a tough... Between that was, that, that was like sending sleeves. your baby off to college, but instead of it going off to college, you just sent it off to be executed. It, no, you sent it... You put it in a vault. Like you, sent, you sent it in, to a farm upstate. In uh, Saw 2, when... They put Detective Matthews's kid in a vault, and when they keep asking, "Where's the boy? Where's the child?" He keeps saying, "He's in a safe place." I, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Uh, I don't want to get your hopes up. Opened, by the way, uh, I think that uh, Jigsaw was quote unquote dying. Yes. He wasn't, but I wish that he was there because then he could have pointed at them and been like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to get your hopes up. By the way, but uh, I got a nice little email this week. Uh, someone said, hey, saw you guys have been talking about Saw a lot lately Uh-oh. on your podcast. Yeah. I know a producer. Do you want me to get you in touch with him so that you guys can talk about Saw? And, yeah. And so I said, obviously, yes. I'm going to talk about Saw either way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that could be a future episode. It would be. A, I think it would be uh, a less bad look if we're talking about Saw because we've got a guest who's from Saw. Right. If we're fucking left to our own devices and we're just fucking talking about Saw... What a weird fucking look. Saw's given us like 19 hours of content to play. <laughs> In 2017, and they haven't even released a new one yet. So, I know. Dude, uh, I think we'll that the new goes. Saw is going to be like dope. Exceptionally terrible. No, really? <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think it's going to be pretty good because they wouldn't have brought it. Well, yeah, they would have brought it back. I mean, those they, movies yeah, never know. got good again. I know. So. I know. But that was a fucking But they did take decline. like a little bit of a break. Yeah. So they kind of got – this is a time to get their shit together, collect yeah. themselves, and then maybe not put out something that is complete dog shit. It's fucking we'll wild. Every year, they were they were just fucking yeah, rifling out. I, I don't know if it's like a fucking Lord of the Rings type thing where they just had like a bunch in the can. No, they <laughs> definitely didn't. It would be great if they did like get everybody together and they were like, all right, let's bang out seven movies. A uh, little twist, we're going to have six of them gonna be fucking unwatchable <laughs> but let's do it uh yeah so the vault is basically full at this point yeah and we had to do it because ryan uh sprung a motherfucking lookbook on us yeah, i know yeah yeah that was the first time that we've ever we've had people ask to do lookbooks for us yeah uh ryan just went ahead and did it and like he basically walked into our our office our proverbial office yeah Put his dick on the desk. Dick on the desk, (laughs) and then slam down a lookbook. People talk about that a lot. 
I don't uh, know where that originated. Yes, from, that's one of those things where I don't. That's for uh, sure sexual harassment. It's the same thing as when people say like, "Oh, that's the pot killing the kettle black." Yeah, like, like when the fuck did the that fuck ever happen? What does that mean? <laughs> like when was a uh, <laughs> what? You got a fucking talking kettle in your kitchen, <laughs> right? Is that from Beauty and the Beast? I was gonna say, uh, "Brave little toaster, much like." <laughs> What the fuck is that? Um, so, yeah. Uh, now we have a shitload of new merch, and it's all unbelievable. There was, I mean, you should see the shit that we left on the fucking table. I know. Other than Ryan's you dick. Might, you, <laughs> you might see it at some point, because some of the shit we, were, we selfishly kept to ourselves. There was one shirt in particular that was so inappropriate and grounds for getting us sued. So, like adults, we said... Hey, we'll just keep those ourselves. We're not going to put this for sale, but we're for sure going to order them for ourselves. Oh, yeah. It's uh, you'll see it. You'll see us wear it casually. It's like uh, that is capital N not okay <laughs> shirt. Uh, it totally it, it could get us sued. Mm, no, it could. I don't think so. Uh, if it it uses uh, a picture of somebody. And if that picture, if that's an actual real picture of that person, then there is just no fucking denying, like, this is the joke that this shirt is making. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, definitely. I can't wait to wear that shirt. Uh, but there's a ton of stuff in there now. Um, also, our website got a nice little coat of paint. Yes, it did. It did. Uh, and That's me making a face saying, oh, I didn't know that. And yeah. Acting like, uh, oh. It, it now reflects the new art done yeah. by Kathy. Which is unbelievable. She brung the Franken ruckus. Uh, we've we've always uh, enjoyed the kind of retro uh, old school diner kind of look. So it was cool that basically we did two seasons of artwork without ever capital G going there. Yeah. So we're there now. Uh, we're going to implement there. it. We're in that space. Like we're occupying that space now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like it. Like it doesn't, uh, what I like about it is <laughs> like, we've just chose that kind of look. It's not relevant to no. what we're talking about. Uh, with the exception of but like, the podcast be, being like overhearing two idiots at, at, at a diner. Brunch, yes. Yeah. Uh, and and also the diner sounds. Yeah. We just think it looks cool. Yeah, that too. Uh, but also in fairness, nothing that we talk about is really relevant to anything. That's why we're bad boys because you, you don't, don't know where we're going to fucking yeah. go next. Uh, we have to say thank you to first of all Kathy because the artwork is banging. Yes. Uh Ryan, our guy Ryan Lafleur, yes, uh, for setting up that the store and doing the merch. Yeah, that guy, that kid's unbelievable. I know he's the best. Uh, he's gonna be working with us a little bit more. Yeah, moving forward, I'm very excited about it. And also, hey, our guy Dan, our guy Dan, we don't mention him very much on this podcast, <laughs> I but know. he, I don't, I don't even know if we've ever. I think we've probably. I think to him call like him an twice. unsung hero would be unfair to Ryan and Kathy because like. They're, they are also yes. for sure unsung heroes. Like no matter how much like work they do for us, th- or th- there's no way for us to properly thank them, which is a fucking cliche. But facts are fucking facts, man. Though they do a shitload for us, and uh, like you look at us too, and then you look at the shit that we've put out, like on the website, yeah. and uh, through the merch and the videos and stuff. And you know that we're not fucking capable of right. that shit. We're not writing code. There's somebody else behind the scenes. Yes. 
So massive thanks to them. Uh, thanks to uh, our friend Sean Fleming and the boys in Diane Coffee for the new theme song. Yes. For the new music. That is some tasty shit. Yeah, it was a big decision to go away from the uh, the theme song because there's not a lot that has stayed. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's maybe not true, but the the theme song came from episode one. Yes, right. So uh, to ditch that was a big decision. But I I, yeah. I really I feel like the, the new one goes with the diner theme. Uh, it has like the jukebox yeah. sound at the beginning. I'm I'm very excited about it's, it. It's uh it's a big decision. That uh, we made rather flippantly. Yes. It was like, hey, should we uh, maybe we change the music for season three? Yeah, and and we that was like that was like a month ago. Yeah, and we never really kind of yeah like kicked around some ideas. Uh, I, I don't want to give much away because there's still maybe some kind of changes that uh, may occur. Some very exciting changes that may occur, um, and we kind of settled on this fitting the best and it's fucking awesome uh diane coffee fucking rules so that that was the thing they were going to be involved uh one way or another whether it was yeah just to fucking give it away whether it was like uh sean writing and recording an original song which still might happen um they're busy people we would definitely have to pay them and we're figuring out whether we have money and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, um, psyched with how this fucking sounds. Like you said, it kind of fits the theme we're going for. And Well, it kind of happened in a very strange fashion because you added uh, Poor Man Dan to the yes. playlist last week. Yeah. I listened to it for the first time. Then when the fucking trumpets came in at the beginning of the song, I was like, hey. And I texted that you. Works. I was like, hey. This would be really good for the intro for brunch. And yeah. you're like, yep. oh, shit. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. So that's fucking awesome. Um, and yes. Uh, oh, also, uh, speaking of the playlist, I motion that we change the name of the playlist to the jukebox. I also motion that you eat a dick, bruv. Uh, I was planning on it anyway, but yes. what do you think about the jukebox? Yes, I like it. Okay, That's cool. the second time I've made that joke <laughs> to you, where you've said like, hey, you should do this, and then I say, hey, you should eat a dick, bruv. And I just don't even really acknowledge it. No, you responded right away. You were like, did you just see Kingsman? And I was like, yeah, bruv. Uh, what did you think of Kingsman part dose? I was disappointed. I was not. Oh, really? Yes. Jesus. So people, people uh, always say... We never disagree on anything. Yeah. And 95% of the time, I would say that's probably accurate. Yeah, I would like, say higher than that. Yeah. Okay. Movies, we disagree a lot. I, uh, in general, it's weird. I'm definitely a sadder person than you, but I think that uh, I'm more positive when it comes to art. Like, I, I, I rarely, like, dislike something. Okay. And when I do fucking dislike something, you hate you hear it. about it. R.I.P. the fucking Kesha album. But, uh, yeah, like, I'm... You also pick really weird movies to dig your heels in and, like, hate. Uh, yeah, what do I hate movie-wise? Uh... Love Actually, for sure. Yeah. But there's been movies in the past where I, where I was like, how did you not... You know, like, I just really didn't like that. Uh... I think you just like to be a contrarian. Oh, no. I think a lot of the times that that's the case. No way. I think that if... 
I, I get mad if people arrive at if people are either just like kind of going with the flow or if they arrive at a correct take for the wrong reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't call myself a contrarian. Like I consider myself like a contrarian fighter. If I if I think that someone is just trying to fucking make some noise and they're stupid with how they arrived at that, I want to pick them apart. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so wh- why did you why did you like this one? I thought that it was just as entertaining as the first one. Really? Yeah, I thought that it was like it was really really fucking stupid and there was a lot of action and that was basically my takeaway from the first Kingsman. Uh I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I yeah. was just I expected more. Yeah. Um was it not ridiculous enough? No, it was pretty ridiculous, but I think that they <laughs> just like built it up to be a that they I think they set my expectations too high. Like when I saw the trailer trailer like i just expected a lot this you you look at the cast there's uh what is it um taron egerton what is that his name uh taron yeah something like that uh jeff bridges Mm -hmm. um julianne moore julianne moore channing tatum uh the guy from pedro pascal Pascal, yeah um yeah so like and uh, i'll call him firth yes uh so like and also the uh, i think his name is mark strong the bald guy Oh yeah, I don't know who he, that he's guy great. is. I yeah. like him a lot. Um, but like when I when I when I saw that great cast, uh, the the trailers were all great. Looked like great action, and like I didn't have a problem with the action and stuff. It was very entertaining. Um, but I don't know. I felt like they left a lot to be desired. I think that they they could have done more. So like my biggest takeaway during the movie, or my first takeaway during the movie, was that they went really in on actor porn. Like oh with yeah, that, with that great cast. Yeah, but they—I think they relied too much on just being like, "Here's the back of a person," and they turn around, and it's this person. Right. Like you're, yeah, like you're going to be happy just saying, "Oh, that's so and so," and it's just versus... and basically they're just being like, "Look who we got," right. and it they was... don't really—they don't really get the best out of those people. Right. Yeah, I'll actually give you that. Like, um, but again, I, I think that's kind of the part of the ridiculousness of it. Like, like Halle Berry. They did oh, lead. I, we didn't even mention her. Yeah, yeah. she was there in there too. Um, but I, I thought she was good. Like she was the, fine. No, no character got a chance to be like quote unquote developed. But especially, again, I don't think you're asking for alert. that in this movie. Spoiler alert: Channing Tatum in that movie for about five minutes. Uh no, he was. Yeah, he was in it for like seven minutes. But yeah, he was not like he was he not was billed a main as character. he was billed as being a right. huge part of that movie. Right? Yeah, like a big part of the previews was, and Chan- Channing Tatum's going to be in this one too. And you're like, yeah. oh fuck, yeah, um, yeah. Pedro Pascal was in it more than much Channing more. Tatum was. But again, I love Pedro Pascal, but it, I mean, not his best work. I have some takes with Pedro Pascal. My biggest one is that uh, it was. <laughs> Weird because I'm watching Narcos now. I just finished season two and no fucking uh, movie typecast you like uh, like the Kingsman movies Mm -hmm. where if you're uh, if you're in the Kingsman or in this movie in the Statesman, then it means you are the fucking best fighter. You get everything done. You never fuck up and watching that after watching narcos i just everybody fucks i just couldn't fucking believe pedro pascal because so i 
like I said, I just finished season two of Narcos, and all of season two of Narcos is Pedro Pascal getting close to getting the bad guy. They get in a shootout, and that guy gets away. So there were a lot of scenes where Pedro Pascal just goes in and gets shit done, and I'm like, I can't believe this right now. <laughs> I, this bad guy is going to somehow get away. So that was my big take with uh, him. I will say that I thought this movie had a better villain than the first Kingsman. I, I agree with that. Yeah, Julian Moore that. was better than Samuel L. Jackson. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I've said this before. I love Julianne Moore. Yes, you have said that before for sure. She fucking rules. Uh, here's an actual fact from this movie. Elton John is in it more than Channing Tatum. Yeah, Elton John was good in it, though. I thought he was okay. He was a bitch and he an asshole, fine. which I think he... Uh, so he wasn't billed as playing himself. He, he wasn't billed as playing no. himself? Oh, really? He was listed as playing Elton John. Which they, they they do that when you're playing a fictionalized version of yourself. So like if you oh okay, rather than like as himself, right? Okay. So if it's like, but to, to be like this person's ridiculous. That's not actually who he is. Okay. So for example, like I'm sure in Entourage, everybody Seth played Green himself. is not himself. Okay, like Seth Green, but like everybody else who is in that <laughs> show. 98% of them as themselves. Oh, right. Like, yeah, like when Mark Wahlberg walks right. by and he's like, hey, Johnny Drama, how come you're being a dick? You're like, yo, that's how Mark Wahlberg acts. <laughs> what up? Uh, but Seth Green is this ridiculous, or Bono, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Or M- Matt Damon's probably mm-hmm. the best example where he's just a fucking bitch the whole time and he's always complaining and he's saying do shit for the kids. Um, so, yeah, Elton John plays Elton John. But I think that that's a lot closer to himself than they're letting <laughs> yeah. on. He's just like fucking miserable and over it. Uh, I love, by the way, I'm always fascinated with Elton John's hair because Elton, young Elton John, like 70s Elton John, was this skinny fucking bald guy. And you could see where like when his hair would start to grow back, it would only be on the sides. And now he's just this fucking fat dude with a ton of hair. Go fig. I liked... Uh... So basically, the, the, the Julianne Moore kidnaps Elton John yeah. and basically uses him as her, basically like her jester, pig? yeah, to like entertain me, oh, uh, yeah, play yeah, a song, yeah. and it's funny because they at one point they show him like dressed in this very elaborate peacock costume, oh yeah, and and like any other situation you'd be like, oh that's really mean, they're like humiliating him, right? But for Elton John, it was like, oh. He probably already had that. He probably brought it with him. That's how he fucking dresses. Yes. Uh, if you guys haven't seen Elton John's concert in Central Park, I watch that shit probably once a month. Have for my entire life. It His costumes are fucking unbelievable. His last costume is a full... Uh, Do- Donald Duck? Is Donald the blue one? I have no idea. Who's the black one? Not to be uh, Daffy Duck. Daffy's the black one. Yeah, he dresses as he has a huge <laughs> Donald Duck suit. It's fucking enormous. It's ridiculous, and he plays like his last however many songs wearing that, and it's so. Horrible. I thought he could have been better in the Kingsman, honestly, or I felt like they could have used him better in the Kingsman. I felt like, like for actor porn, where they kept going back to the well, being like, "Look who yeah. we got." They kept going back to Elton John, being like, "Ha, it's Elton John," without really doing much, and yeah. he. I think they play uh, an Elton John song during like one of the fight scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they play, do. They they play, play uh, Saturday's, Saturday's Alright for fight. fight. Yeah, um, but 
it would have been better if they like actually had him playing during that fight scene. I think. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I just think I just think they didn't really utilize him as best they could have. He yeah. was just another kind of bullet in the chamber for look who we got. Yeah, um, but I did I did like that he uh, kind of surpassed the cameo uh, quota. Yeah, you know, like he's because that he was in it a weird amount because he was definitely in it way too much to be uh, for it to be considered a cameo. And he wasn't quite in it enough to be like he was a supporting actor, but I guess he was. It was like a happy medium there. If yeah, you can find one. Uh, do you know that uh, he w- that was originally supposed to be Mark Hamill? Oh, really? Yeah. Boy, am I fucking glad it was. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Donald Duck, <laughs> uh, Elton John instead. You know who Mark Hamill is, right? Yeah. Okay. He's the fucking idiot from fucking uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> nice. I'm so glad you did that yeah. wrong on purpose. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Fucking I was I was hoping when you were pausing there, I was like, please say Star Trek. Please say yeah. Star Trek. Fucking gleep glop and <laughs> floofy Fucking there. aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking. I shouldn't even said anything. Larping with her f- uh, <laughs> fucking nerds. God, get a fucking life. Lord uh, of the Kingsman. Yeah, fucking dumb shit. Uh, here is a take about how much I love Julianne Moore. No person, no person wears a dress like Julianne Moore. Specifically, a dress. Not a fucking cocktail dress. Not like a skimpy little number. Not a fucking gown. Just like a fucking dress dress. I don't know women's fashion as much as a fucking weirdo like me probably (laughs) you would think he would but like just a fucking dress dress like sometimes one of my friends will be wearing a dress i'll be like hey i like that dress and they'll be like oh it's just a fucking maxi dress and i'm like i don't know don't say fucking maxi dress i don't know what the fuck that is uh but just like a straight up dress julianne moore in a fucking dress looks awesome it's like uh kobe smolders in jeans kobe smolders in jeans that she does rock kobe smolders murders jeans like no one has ever fucking put a gun to the head of jeans and pulled the fucking trigger i don't even know how to respond to the julianne Moore dress thing because one i pro i know that it's probably not true <laughs> uh and two i just like i i also don't like it's it's weird that you're saying just a dress and then just naming all the types of dress and being like, not this kind, not this kind, not this kind, just not like a this fucking kind. Dress, just an all-encompassing dress that could have been any of those things. Like, so you're just not being specific about it. Like, she can just put on any dress she no, wants. No, I'm not saying any dress she wants. Just a fucking straight up dress. I like, think there's, there's not. You went through like nine dress names, and I think that a regular dress is probably yeah, one but of those dresses. I'm saying like not a cocktail dress, not like a not like a t- a tight fucking skin tight like body fucking dress just like a fucking nice (laughs) dress did you fucking watch this movie i did she had an apron on the whole time that is true she wore a lot of aprons uh but she wore a lot of dresses so those fucking things (laughs) we'll say she killed killed the apron look yeah she all like i don't know how old she is is that sexist (laughs) uh yeah uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, you, uh, you saw her. She was fucking wearing dresses. You've seen her in fucking everything. I don't think that she's ever not worn a dress. She just 
She just looks very fucking nice in a dress. Okay. I mean, I'll, I won't disagree with you, but I will I will say that I think there's probably somebody in the world that looks better in a dress than Julianne Moore. I don't know. She looks very fucking good I will in say I was in, impressed with her ability to play a villain. I never thought that I'd see that. Has she played a villain before? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I bet she's probably play, played like a, a, a unhinged kind of person. I mean, she kind of played an unhinged kind of person in Crazy Stupid Love. Huh. Uh... Not well, unhinged, but like um, going trouble. through something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She but she, she was like a straight up maniacal villain in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so because she, like when you when you're when you play a villain in the Kingsman movie, you have to kind of go all the way. Right. She was a cool, common, collected villain. Yeah. Wore a lot of dresses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, speaking of, has this person played this before? Uh, I apologize for not knowing this actor's name. Checked out his IMDb page and everything. Still. Just don't have his name off the tip of my tongue. Uh, the guy who plays the president, uh, guess how many times he has played the president? Uh, um, well, you said he's never, some, speaking of somebody who's never played that. No, I didn't. Oh, well, I mean, I yes, say, you did. Saying like, has, no, I was saying we were discussing, has this person ever played oh, okay. this role before? Um, I will. He's probably played like six times. So... That guy just seems like a, like he's typecast as a president. Exactly. So he's played the president uh, three times. He was the president in this movie. He was the president in the sequel to National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Okay. Ever heard of it? Um, which I think the, like, the fucking plot of that, I didn't say that movie. Like, the plot of that movie may have been like, I'm going to like fucking blank the president. Like, I'm going to fucking like steal the president or oh. something. <laughs> They meant like I'm gonna fuck the president. And I was like, that I'm doesn't seem fuck like the president. Gigi <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Nicholas Cage. She's been, I'm gonna fuck the president. Did you watch? Uh, that's the fucking brutal Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I know <laughs> that was a fucking. I'm uh, bad at impressions. That dude. was uh, fuck off. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, the the. The guy from uh, the guy from Love Actually, who ain't never getting his dick wet. Um, the. Uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> yes. The little bitch. Yeah. Little bitch crying over hey, his widow. Did dead wife much? <laughs> um, yeah, that sounded like Liam Neeson. Yes, I'm going to find you. No, I'm, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to find the president of the United States, bruv. I've got a special set of skills. Um, I'm going to fuck you with Did them. you, uh, Andy Samberg, when he would go on Weekend Update as Nicolas Cage? No. <laughs> yeah, he would go on Weekend Update as Nicolas Cage. Uh, they would have, they'd be like, all right, something happened in the news, here to talk about it, and it would have fucking nothing to do with anything related <laughs> to Nicolas Cage, and they would just, like, ask him questions about it, and uh, he was just always in national treasure mode, so everything would be like, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> so uh, one of them was like, uh, he was like, well, I figured out how we can solve this. And he's like, okay, how? <laughs> he goes, I'm going to eat the President of the United <laughs> States. Um, so, so how many times has that guy played the President? Uh, three times, which I assumed it would be much higher. He So he did it in this movie, uh, National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Also played JFK in a movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Um, he is... Did you see uh, Double Jeopardy? Mm, yes, with that, Ashley Judd. Yeah, yeah, great movie. Yeah, Ashley Judd, also mm. very hot person wow. at all times. Yes. Still hot. Yeah, and she's... What's cool about her is it's like, oh man, like Jennifer Aniston, she never looks old. Like, Ashley Judd looks old, and she's still 
She's just still a, like a hot, a, old, a hot old person. Yeah. Awesome. You know what that means? She doesn't get her probably doesn't get a lot of work done, and she just looks like that, like normal. <laughs> what do you mean doesn't get a lot of work? Like done? surgery. Oh, oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like too, probably too old to work now. <laughs> like, She's just very unproductive. She's probably not getting a lot of she jobs. Just sits around the house and doesn't do anything. Old. Yeah, just a frumpy old lady. <laughs> Would though. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, does that guy? Do you, you need to find out that guy's name because I want to know if he has any interest in playing the president in real life. Well, he's Nick in Double Jeopardy. Okay, he's the husband. Yeah. Uh, but he's not the president. Yes. Uh, so, how many times do you think that you're allowed to play a, like a role like the president? A role like the president, you should be only be able to play that like once or twice. So uh, that's I think that's the answer: once or twice. Yeah. But you, here, here's especially the thing. you can't be fucking doing like Unless. a bunch of sequels in action movies. That's weird. He's done it twice now in and the, the sequel, sequel to yeah. an action movie. Here's the thing: uh, theory here. What if National Treasure and the Kingsman Are takes, the place same in the sa- place, say, takes place in the same universe? Right. So that's why you can't, I think. Because now people are making that connection. No, I, I think that you can't because I like to think that movies kind of exist in the same universe. So it would be fucked up if National Treasure Book of Secrets came out more than fucking eight years ago, right? Yeah, but does it... How many terms is this guy fucking serving? True, but nothing's saying that the Kingsman doesn't take place in eight years ago or whatever. Uh, all of the technology is saying that the Kingsman does not take eight place I mean, eight years half ago. of that technology doesn't even exist right now. Uh, Elton John is playing old Elton John. He would have been younger if it took place eight years ago. Ever think of maybe, that? Maybe he just... The aging process accelerated because he got kidnapped and is being a jester for Julianne Moore's character. Uh, no, because Pedro Pascal wouldn't have gotten that big a role if it took place eight years ago. <laughs> People, it would have been the credits would have said and introducing Pedro Pascal. Well, it didn't. You know what? That's maybe not true because Pedro Pascal. You're not a Game of Thrones person. Pedro Pascal played a big character in Game of Thrones. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? He did. Oh, now I'm over Pedro Pascal. Fucking freak with his fucking game boy <laughs> uh okay that's that's a great place to end for the kingsman <laughs> yeah um i'm guessing that you didn't watch american vandal on netflix this weekend did you i didn't the only netflix thing i did uh was narcos okay that's probably because you were mentally preparing for curb all weekend and then you found out on sunday oh yeah we're (laughs) we're recording this this morning because we were like we gotta watch curb first and uh nope (laughs) i got some bad information pass it along to you and just you got duped by some fake news yeah uh but i did watch i watched the entire series of american vandal on saturday and it was pretty great. You know, I mean, you know Steve Peralt, who I do the Section 10 podcast with. His brother is a co-creator of American Vandal. I don't know Steve. Oh, okay. No, um, but that's cool. Yes, he uh, he co-created this. I'm just think, kidding, Steve. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he works for like Funny or Die or something. And uh, this is basically like a mockumentary. Oh, I have no fucking clue what it is. I, I got oh. a lot of texts of like, are you watching American Vandal? And I responded with nothing. Yeah, I thought it was like I thought it was serious, but apparently it's not. It's a mockumentary. 
basically playing off of like those investigative podcasts and stuff like that. Oh, um, so it's like kind of pokes fun at serial, hmm. uh, kind of like making a murderer. You didn't do serial, right? Uh, no, I did like two episodes of serial, and then I was like, mm, I don't. I don't like podcasts this much. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't have fucking it up. listens to serial. Get out of here. <laughs> so they poke fun at that. They poke poke fun of making a murderer, and it's basically about. Uh, so at this high school in California, somebody drew dicks on. <laughs> somebody drew dicks on like t- all the teachers' cars in the parking lot. And they pin it on one kid. They kick him out of school. And then, like, a, another student at the school was like, I'm going to make a documentary trying to prove who drew the dicks. And it goes into, like, this very serious investigation. And it goes on for, like, eight episodes. Just it's uh, yarns being spun. Connections are being made. Uh, they're, like, finding skeletons in these people's closets. Just trying to find out who drew the dicks. And it's fucking hilarious. I'm loving this. It's very, very funny. I'm going to watch that on the fucking double. That was probably the best sales pitch you ever gave me. Yeah. You had me at they some drew kids the dicks. drew dicks. <laughs> I think the drawn dicks is fucking hilarious. It's a... Uh, it's. I feel mockumentaries are hard to do, and they're hard to do really well. Just ask Andy Samberg, because he's done, like, one of the best, and he's done, like, 44 of the worst. I liked, um... What's the the tennis one? Oh my god, that fucking sucked. I like the tennis. That one. That was the fucking Seven Days in Hell. <laughs> yeah, I thought you that know was what I call funny. that movie? Uh, at, at like, Ninety minutes in hell. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you guys all know what the fucking thing's gonna be. Like, however, I thought it was. It I thought it was pretty funny. Oh my god, it sucked. The only good part was the sex scene. Yeah, that was hilarious. That what do they do? It's like you they just fuck on the court for like, like two days. Fucking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was really funny. But other I'm gonna than sell that, you on that now if I need to. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's really tough to make a, a mockumentary and. They really found an awesome sweet spot between, like, uh, making really, really dumbass, uh, like, a storyline that's centered around something so fucking stupid, but also taking it serious enough that you can, like, believe... Like, you, I was actually hooked trying to find out who did the dicks. Oh, that's awesome. Dead serious. I needed to know who drew the dicks. Like, and if so, someone came in while you were watching it and was like, what are you watching? You would have done, like, a you can, sigh and, like, rewound the last you, three seconds? You can sell it as being, like, this is serious. Yeah. Because they take it serious enough that it can be sold as an actual documentary. So it's but the, the content itself is so fucking silly and like the characters are redi- are kind of ridiculous enough that you're like this is fucking hilarious. So it's the tenacious D of uh yes. documentaries, yes. mockumentaries. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I'm going to have to You definitely have to watch it. Check that out. Um you watched did you watch Vice Principals? I did watch Vice Principals. Cool thing with Vice Principals. Uh I will accept any fucking thing they do, <laughs> pretty much. Like I don't fucking care who killed, who shot Gamby. No, me you? No, and I. They've got to know that. Right. Although they taped it so long ago that maybe like, I don't. This definitely isn't a show where they were a, where they were afforded the opportunity to see what's working and what's not. I think they all just shot it at once, right? I think they just probably think so. like banged out two seasons in a couple weeks, and now they're just fucking showing it. Uh. They've got to know, like, as you're watching this, like, the who shot Gamby thing isn't interesting. And a lot of the storylines aren't fucking interesting. I just fucking watch it and laugh the whole time. Yeah, but, I mean, it's completely carried by Danny McBride and Walton Coggins. 
Right. Yeah. Like that is completely nobody else really. It has like no substance that you like. It has substance, but nothing that you care about. I like the uh, I like the cafeteria guy. I think that's the only character that I'm like Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. I uh, I think he's the only other character when he's on screen. I'm like, nice. Well, that's because he's like he's the straight man. And that show, like, definitely ninety nine percent. He's not in a lot of the scenes. Ray's a straight man too, but like, also, yeah, he's also like a cuck. Basically, you're right. Yeah, it's hard to call him a cuck when he's he's the one actually having sex with Gamby's ex wife. Right, but yeah. he basically he makes himself a cuck. I will say way. that I'm living for the Gamby Snodgrass interactions now. Yes, the like the those they were pretty funny in season one. But I think that the funniest part of season two so far is the interactions between Snodgrass. And I also Gabby. really, really love that that uh, Snodgrass. I'm pretty sure it's it's a solid guess to say that Gamby's going to go over the edge now that he's seen Snodgrass with her rich boyfriend, yeah. or presumably her her rich boyfriend. Uh, I like the timing of it because. Literally, Gamby was a good guy for like 45 seconds, and then he saw her getting into that car, and now he's going to get sent over the edge and just become a monster again. Yeah. And I just love the 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 setup of like, hey, Gamby's kind of coming around. This was a great learning process for him. He's going to be a better person because <laughs> yeah. of it. And then like 45 seconds later, he just becomes a monster again. I can't think of good examples, but it's like – it's a common device I think used in television uh, where – they just kind of paint the picture of what could be yes. with with like this is this is the growth like he's got that, it that in could him. occur he's got with it in this him, person but and we're only showing it to you to just fucking torpedo it in you. a second yes. you know <laughs> to fucking to like my favorite moment in film history is uh david crumholtz's death in um this is the end I've probably oh, right. talked yeah, about yeah, it a million yeah, yeah, times where yeah. like they set up for a long time yeah. like here's, here's how, how we're like, going to save you yeah. and, and they go through 5 minutes and then as the soon as the second they yeah. attempt it he dies <laughs> yes. like I it's love so great. I just love I don't know what that kind of fucking humor is called but that's my fucking kind it's of humor It's also like the episode of Silicon Valley where they spend the entire right. episode exactly. planning that like heist and then it fails immediately It looks like they're setting up the whole season yeah. and then he just fucking falls down in the season yeah. and the episode ends uh I was going to tweet this last night but you know what i was actually i took a little i turned off the twitter for a second because uh we'll get you had to a that. rough day on twitter yeah so. i didn't have a, like uh i i mean i i had an Exhaust, tiring exhausting day, day yeah twitter. like i i was having fun the whole time but it's one of those things you know when like you listen to a song over and over again and you're like man i'm never getting sick of this song and the second you step away from the song you never want to fucking listen to it again right like you're not like you're not sick of it as it's going on like you're engaged, but then as soon as you step away from it, you're like, I'm fucking done with this. But uh, I was gonna tweet last night. It is quite abrupt that on Sunday nights, HBO has gone from Lawrence's shirts to Russell's shirts. I so they they made fun of Russell in the episode yesterday. Be like, where the fuck does he get his clothes and stuff? Yeah, Russell dresses awesome. Yeah, like I fucking love his style. Yeah, but that that fucking happens though. If you and I also love that he uh, is very committed to yeah. being stylish. Yeah, like he goes on a mission with Gamby in last night's episode, and he's like, I'm I'm ready to get my hands dirty. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> And he goes on a mission to get his hands dirty in a full suit. Yeah, with like this nice floral yes. shirt. He uh, excellently tailored. 
I read this thing on like uh, I don't know what it was in, but it was like uh, um, it was like uh, here are some like tips to this makes me sound like I'm reading Don't Kill Yourself books. Like I don't know how I came across this. I swear to God, it was like a Facebook thing or something. But like somebody posted something of like like here are like a couple things to just like brighten your day, like small little with like changes you can make that'll brighten your day. And uh, one of them was like always always dress like you're meeting someone you care about like okay. you, so like if you go if you have to go run an errand don't put on fucking like basketball shorts and a harambe tank which is what i do um it's like like dress like you're going to like meet a friend or something i mean i i get it but also there's just like times where you're just like yeah, i'm not gonna fucking yeah it's do like that. that's gonna take time yes yeah um but he is He's that kind of person. Uh, like, he will never be seen outside of his home not dressed right. to the nines. I uh, love that. Maybe I'm forgetting from the first season, but does he ever get uh, accused of being gay? I was thinking that. I think that it's, like, a undertone because of, really, his posture. Is it's like it's the his big posture, thing. his yeah. mannerisms, yeah. but also, like, the way that he dresses, and that's a stereotype that, that gay men usually dress, like, flamboyantly yeah. and really well. Yeah. I feel like in that universe, he should get criticized a lot more for being gay, especially by Gamby. Well, yeah, in that universe, definitely. Yeah, like, right. It's all, like, fucking bottom-rung <laughs> shit. That would be the first thing that they call it. Yeah, I don't think that they ever yeah. do. Uh, in like last night's episode would have been the time to do that because he was listening on all, all the teachers uh, criticizing oh, him right. and like without him in their presence that would have been a time that he probably would have been called gay by somebody mm, yeah somebody I think that, that he, she should have fired I think that yeah I think that Russell fucking he rules, rules. I yeah love him. Uh, um, he, what was I gonna say uh, also what was with the opening scene where uh, what's his name uh, Deshaun. Deshaun, where he stabs himself, and then they never go back to that. That was, like, the coldest cold open ever. Yeah, and like, then they, like, he, they show him later in the episode, he doesn't have a bandage or, a, like, right. a cut or anything. It was that very confusing. That was the most detached thing from everything else I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I don't, I didn't get it, but. Uh, so, on the whole uh, Twitter thing yesterday, uh, did you know that, uh, Trump was a piss pants boy the other day and uh, fucking basically dared, like he's daring a country to nuke us, uh, dared every oh, NFL sure player to take Korea a knee. To nuke us. Yes, he uh, definitely did that. But you know what I hate about that? I don't know. I guess I should let you get to your thoughts here. But what I hate about that is that uh, Colin, like Colin Kaepernick, when he took a knee, he didn't take a knee. Not, he took a knee to like protest uh Injustice, like yeah. racism, Black kids priest, priest bruta- brutality yeah. in America, and, and like that was the narrative. Yeah. And now the narrative has been twisted, and now players are taking a knee because of the stuff that Trump said. And now the narrative is like all these guys are taking a knee because they don't agree with one guy's politics, and they're protesting against Trump. And that has been twisted, and that's not the fucking case. So. They're, I mean, like to a to an extent, they're protesting what Trump said, but they're supporting Kaepernick. I feel like the the more so the message is they're protesting uh, in support of Kaepernick and him being able to send that message. Yeah, it's um, well, no, like yesterday, a lot was it was a big middle finger to Trump, but yeah, it for was, sure. but it's rooted in what Kaepernick started and. 
What drives me fucking crazy, I mean, it's not a shocker. No one fucking listens or no one like wants no one people hear what they want to hear. So they right. read into that as people are protesting America and they they're saying they hate America, they're saying they hate the troops blah, blah. like it's just a coincidence that all the people who say that happen to have voted for Trump. Right. Uh but if you watch Brandon Cooks's uh quotes yesterday uh, Devin McCourty's press conference. Hear how articulate, articulate and eloquent they were in saying, like, here are the people I have in my life who are in the military. Here's who I know who died, this and that. I care so much about those people. And the worst part about this is that anybody could think that I'm protesting those people. We're doing this for equality. We're doing this for X amount of reasons. And then people are like, yeah, well, you just hate the troops, so that's really disrespectful. Like, who's really listen, – listen to Trump talk and then listen to Devin McCourty talk and tell me which, tell me which guy sounds, sounds smarter, smarter yes. than you. Yeah. And also, I think I, Chaps had a great take on it yesterday. It was like these people who were so upset, like do they really think that the, the tr- quote-unquote troops like are this fragile, yeah. that they're going to be this bent out of shape by like a silent, peaceful protest? Yeah. Come on. I had a troop, like, a troop was going at me hard yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I... I mean, I've seen a lot of troops being like, this is not disrespectful. Right, that, that, and that was this the only is, one I encountered. We go, we go and fight for, like, the ability to express yourself like this. Yeah. Uh, so during the the Patriots pre- and post-game show, uh, that was, like, the main topic, basically, throughout the whole thing. And uh, Troy Brown was fucking on fire. He was awesome. He was just fucking lighting up Trump. Um basically just like ex- explaining the viewpoint which is like again like here's what it is and if you're going to if you're going to make it about something else I'm sorry but here's what it is so like Troy Brown said some things I agreed with everything Troy Brown was saying and uh I said that to the people that were booing the the patriots for kneeling cuz people were booing and they were screaming stand up because that's that's what you do during the national anthem. Yeah, that's how you respect. You that's how you, you respect the national yeah. anthem is by screaming at people during yes. it. Yeah. Um, so Bert Breer was saying, like, you know, like I defend Boston a lot against the Boston's just racist yeah. narrative um, because that's overstated. And I is and me personally, DJ Bean, I feel that that's overstated. I think that uh, it's a very, very, very bad look. To when racist things happen in Boston, say it didn't happen. Yeah, that would I don't, be an example like of racism. But I also don't like when something racist happens in Boston and everybody's like, it Boston says, is course, so racist. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was Bert Breer's stance. And uh, I said, and so he, he was saying, like, the people who booed knew what they were doing and they knew how they were representing Boston. So, like, as someone who says, Boston isn't that racist. It upsets me that people knowing that it would get that reaction. Because they're reinforcing that stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're giving the people who just want to say Boston's racist. You're giving them a vote. Yeah. So I. So I said like, it's you're right under the First Amendment, which I still like. <laughs> Fucking piss pants boy does not. Yes. Uh, it's your right to boo someone who's kneeling during the national anthem. It's your right to call them an asshole for doing that. It's your right to say that uh, you feel they hate America. But in doing so, when you know, when they've explained to you a million fucking times why they're taking that knee, then 
you're going to get called racist. And you have to fucking wear that people are going to call also, you racist. Also, not to mention if you're booing and, and yelling during the national, national anthem, you're also kind of validating their right to kneel during the national anthem. Oh, yeah. F- well, spare me the shit about, like, I, I fucking love America, love the troops, all that. Um, spare me the fucking shit about the sanctity of all this stuff, right? Like, if you fucking voted for Trump and you're going to act like America is your like number one priority and the Constitution and all that shit, again, guy went on fucking TV, or guy gave this speech Friday saying, I fucking hate the First Amendment, and you agree with it because you also don't like players kneeling. The bigger fucking picture there is that two things a president who says he's for america is saying Trying i don't limit, like speed yeah. sp- uh, freedom of speech freedom of ex- expression another thing the guy that fucking said i'm gonna fucking save all these jobs and i'm a fucking republican well, we're gonna get all this money back is saying don't participate in a fucking million dollar corporation or a billion dollar corporation let's let the nfl fail not a fucking smart guy also so, and like the guy who would re- refuse to call out the people carrying swastikas and Nazi symbols right. and uh, like the basically clear symbols of racism in Charlottesville and other places uh, was way stronger to, to, to call out a peaceful protest. Right. Um, here's so I I again politically and in everything I subscribe to the Chris Rock line that anyone who makes up their mind on things in a kind of blanket way is a fool. I have specific areas of this whole issue where I do uh, disagree with the most left-leaning people. Um, I think, for example, like I had a problem with Shady McCoy, how he went about it. He Did you see him during the National Anthem? No. He just fucking acted like it wasn't happening. He was like stretching. He was doing jumping jacks. He was doing shit like that. That, to me, is unnecessarily disrespectful. Uh, People who are taking a knee and... They're observing the the national anthem, but they're doing it differently. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. So, uh, anyway, so... um, so, like, I said some things on that uh, pregame show. Troy Brown said a lot of things. He's, as usual, a lot smarter than me. But... uh, most people watching, like you know, they tweet like that, like that's awesome, like goals. You're the fucking man. Love you. Uh, that's your normal one, response. One person. What's that? That's your normal response. Yeah. One person uh, just said you have great eyebrows. Um, so you know a lot of that usual, but it was like ninety percent. Uh, get this like, guy. Get this clown off my TV. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like uh, there was a lot of uh, what am I supposed to tell my kids? Oh. Yes, Uh, that was great. Um, So I didn't realize they replay those shows. No, (laughs) no. Yeah. So like it was like 830 or something. And uh, I was just on my computer and all of a sudden like they were just like blow up in like little like 20 (laughs) minute spurts. So basically like every time they cut to me, it would just be like a bunch of fucking people uh, who don't follow me, who don't know me or whatever. so that was fun. I'll tell you, I was on a fucking muting spree. I, I'm usually too lazy yeah. to, to mute. That was, I was fucking. I will say, anytime, uh, anytime I mention something political or about Trump or whatever, that's when the most mutes come out. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you, 
there's like su- such strong reactions, and I mean, like the yesterday I tweeted about the the Penguins going to the White House, uh, oh, yeah. accepting the invitation, and some guy was like, "They should go." The the only reason they're all, like they should go, they're all white, and the only reason that uh, that people don't like Trump is because he's white and they're racist. And that like, was that I is saw the that. most wrong take ever. Uh, so th- I muted that person, um, but like also to to do the uh, the Penguins thing real quick. I I don't have a problem with them going to the White House, honestly. Like those they're adults. Yeah. They can make that fucking decision if they want to go to the White House. Um but I do have a problem with saying like they're keeping they're keeping politics out of it and they're visiting the White House. Visiting the White House is inherently political. Like you are yeah. you are opening up the door to yourself and your organization being associated with with that presidency, yeah, with that, office, with that yeah. person, uh, with that office, so like to say they're keeping politics out of it, it's it's impossible to keep politics out of it if you're visiting the White House. I will say they're adults, and like that's I would have a I would have a tough time telling that th- those adults, no, you shouldn't go do this thing, especially when it's like they they earn that trip it's a rare opportunity to go to the white house to to experience that it's something that they may not ever have again so i understand if they if they want to go and they disagree with the with the politics of of trump or whatever like i'm fine with it and also but but you know what you're getting yourself into you know who you're associating with right it's your choice if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, I'll say, I mean, hockey players like Trump. Yeah. I think that it's more just rooted in, like, the, like, I'm American, you know? Like, th- that, it's it's weird. Like, the fuck, what bums me out is, like, the love of America um, becomes kind of tunneled into, I want to fucking bomb everything and, uh, like, I, the, the fucking blue jeans on a fucking Friday night and shit like that. And America means so many fucking different things. Like, and that's what pisses me off. Like, I, it sucks that, like, fucking the, uh, the Oscars, the white musical won Best Picture, and everyone fucking cheered, and they were all fucking happy. And then they said, wait a second, we fucked up. Actually, the, uh, the gay black movie won instead and everybody fucking had the same fucking reaction i wish that like there you could be like i'm fucking proud to be an american you know like that's like a cool fucking american moment that's like a fucking sign that we celebrate everyone we like good shit we like good people everyone is equal that that sort of thing but instead when you get into the whole like i love america like america 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 it's fucking uh like Uncle Sam and Eagles and fucking booing people for protesting racial inequality. I thought you I thought you meant the Eagles, not Eagles. No, so I, I was like is the Eagles like a no, it's not a the thing. Are you talking about the band yes. or the football? T- oh, I thought you meant, <laughs> I thought you meant like like the make Eagles, a joke. like the most American like, thing you can do. Uh, I was, I was like, gonna be like Philadelphia. I don't think he is America. I don't think it counts as anything. Philadelphia is like Puerto Rico. It's it's uh, it's. It's a wasteland. Uh, by the way, see what happened in Puerto Rico? Yeah, that shit is like a, basically a wasteland. Get fucking I'm not ready. talking about that now. Get ready because that's what's going to fucking happen. So like what they're going through right now with no fucking uh, power infrastructure, that is that's fucking coming. So buy your fucking peanut butter. 
and buy your merch. Buy your season three. Yeah, merch. and buy your uh, use the promo code. Uh, we don't have a promo code right now. Use just type in uh, thanks boys winky face and it will tell you there's some sort of error. But if you just push through it, you can get all the stuff for the same amount. Brunch. Thanks. Uh, check us out on Seattle Radio.